Do you want to be up to date on global news without looking at your tiny screen all the time? Do you have the urge to boost your English listening skills but just can't find suitable access? Or are you tired of listening to politicians talking about their opinions regarding an event? At the same time, curious about what students think about it. Well, since you've made it all the way here, why not just go a little bit further and join us right now? In each episode, we introduce a recent occurrence. Besides, we exchange our thoughts about it, with all kinds of information about the news and various views from different individuals. You are definitely going to understand the incident thoroughly. Add this channel to your list, and we ensure that you'll leave with plenty of food for thought and a fresh new perspective every two weeks. Taiwan was once a role model in handling the coronavirus. Last year, when China reported the existence of the virus outbreak, Taiwan immediately took measures to prevent COVID-19 from getting into the land. The tough border restrictions came out to be effective. Throughout 2020, there were only approximately 800 confirmed cases in Taiwan. Moreover, Taiwan took pride in the record of zero locally transmitted cases for 250 consecutive days. However, the numbers of local cases have rocketed since last month. Passing 10,000 cases on June 4th, Taiwanese authorities have imposed bans on clubs, gyms, bars, etc. Worse still, citizens aren't able to dine in restaurants, and schools have started to adopt remote instruction. Nevertheless, the spread of the virus is still beyond control. How did all this happen? Complacency. According to Associate Professor Lin Xiehou in National Taiwan University. Hospitals stopped aggressively testing people for coronavirus, even when some of the patients had fevers, which is a typical symptom of COVID-19. As Taiwanese people thought that the disease was already under control, restrictions on incoming travelers had been relaxed. To be exact, initially, people who enter Taiwan all had to self-quarantine for 14 days, and those who violate the rules can be fined up to $10,000. However, The regulation for flight crews became lenient, with the period of self-quarantine changed substantially, from 14 days to three days. How locally transmitted cases in Taiwan increased rapidly dates back to April 28, when an Indonesian pilot for China Airlines was diagnosed in Australia after flying a flight from Taiwan. Within 23 days, a total of 44 cases were confirmed. Which is believed to be a cluster infection in Nabato Taipei Taoyuan Airport, a hotel near the airport. On May 8, Nabato Taipei Taoyuan Airport was charged with violating the orders from the CECC (Central Epidemic Command Center), including housing non-quarantine guests. A vast number of local transmission events have been occurring since mid-May. On May 15, the condition of COVID-19 in Taiwan started to deteriorate significantly due to the spread of the virus at hostess bars or tea houses in Wanhua District, Taipei. Being serious, the trend of infections has prompted the government to order that entertainment venues be shut down. Worse still, the alert area of the pandemic extended imminently on a national scale. As a result, the alert level throughout the country was raised to level three, lockdown at level four. 
Until now, there are more than 10,000 local transmitted cases in Taiwan, and the number of them continues to rise. It is no exaggeration to say that Taiwanese people have never been in such a crisis before. I think that this pandemic has given everyone a lesson. From the very beginning, only the coronavirus that outbroke in China has spread around the world immediately, without exception. When a crisis occurs, we should prepare for the worst and face it with perfect preparation. If each of us can think so, I believe that the control of the pandemic will be more efficient. However, we always think that we are unlikely to be confirmed, so we let down our guard and went out with friends without wearing masks and disinfection, which led to the current serious condition. Of course, we should look further, but through the lessons from the past, we know more clearly what we should do now, wear masks, go out last, and disinfect. These are not only to protect ourselves, but also to protect the whole world. It is undeniable that the pandemic provision in Taiwan in the past year was excellent. The government strictly controlled the isolation of all people entering the country, and the people also wear masks and complied with pandemic prevention regulations. But it is not a long-term solution. Still, Taiwan doesn't have enough vaccines. So when the outbreak occurred, we cannot effectively stop it. For Taiwan, getting enough vaccines is definitely the priority. But even if we are waiting now, we can still do something. Everyone still has to abide by the regulations and protect each other from getting sick. In addition, we must remain calm and not act impulsively, which may cause a worsening crisis. Now the whole country is in panic. Some people criticize the government's incompetence. Others worry about the safety of the vaccine. Still, others fear that they will not be able to live afterward. In short, everyone is full of negative emotions. But we must not forget the efforts of the past year. If we give up now, then the hard work of the past will be in vain. Taiwan has the best medical capabilities, and all medical staff is under tremendous pressure to work hard for people's health. Because of this, we must cherish and thank them and ensure each other's safety to reduce the stress of the medical teams. During these difficult times, we need to protect our safety, keep the medical staff from worrying, and have confidence in Taiwan's future. Most industries are affected by the pandemic, such as department stores and tourism, the most influenced industry. Besides, the government issued a policy that banned customers from dining in restaurants. People could only have delicacies by takeout, which has caused lots of inconvenience to us. Though there are plenty of disadvantages. The outbreak reminded everyone that the spread has not finished, and we need to be more alert about it. To many students, distance learning also gave more time than before, which means that we could transform the commuting time into studying, eating, or entertaining. Not until the vaccines were developed could we be relieved. Fortunately. The virus is gradually under control, 
and a vaccine is available too. It appears that we could bring back life like before soon. For the next episode, we'll be talking about the coup d'état in Myanmar. On the morning of February 1st, 2021, the armed forces of Myanmar Thad Madal detained President Win Min, State Councillor Aung San Suu Kyi, and members of the parliament, and thus bringing about a national protest against the coup. Brutal and cold-blooded. The military or police forces have been suppressing the demonstration by gunshots and arresting protesters. As of June 14th, a total of 863 people died of events caused by the coup. If you'd like to know how the return of dictatorship will affect Myanmar in different aspects, make sure that you have added our podcast to your playlist. <laughs>